What up, y'all? Welcome to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It's your girl, Keisha, of Upgraded Mindsets, and I created this platform to bring awareness, resource, and solution to negative and hindering behaviors plaguing our individual selves and our communities. Some of these topics can be uncomfortable, but in order for us to grow individually and as a whole, these conversations are necessary. Follow your girl on all streaming platforms. Make sure you subscribe to the Empowering Real Talk YouTube channel and let's get started. What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Empowering Real Talk podcast. It is your girl, Keisha, a.k.a. Coach K. Woods. Y'all know before I even get started, y'all know what I'm going to ask. If you would please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you are watching and seeing our beautiful faces on here. But if you are listening to the podcast version, um, please make sure you are favoring it on whatever streaming platform you are listening on. I definitely appreciate you guys' support. Y'all know I am not here alone, as you can see. Um, so I'm going to let my guest introduce herself and we're going to get some thanks popping, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, lovely. I'm so happy to be here. So my name is Letitia. I am a business coach. I am a market research consultant and I'm a podcast host as well. I am all about seeing black women be self-sufficient through entrepreneurship so that they can rewrite the narratives that keep us stuck and create generational wealth so that we can change generations to come. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm all about that. You know, um, we actually have been, you know, following each other for a little while now. Um, yeah. And I just love her approach. Like one thing that I love about her, she sits out is like her black and white videos. I literally love them because I'm a black and white head. Uh, so anytime I see her, I'd be like, yes, I get excited. You know, I'm hitting love before I even listen to the dope message. But I just know that it's, the message is dope. So um, I'm definitely glad that, you know, you are here on the podcast. I love how things align together. Together, don't you? Yes, I love it. Like I said, we were talking before, and I was like, it's it seems so surreal that you know we've been in the same space for such a long period of time, but now we're actually meeting virtually. Absolutely, I love it. I love it. So yeah, um, like I said, you know, y'all know here on the Empowering Real Talk podcast, y'all know I have to keep it um, today's going to be no different. Um, y'all know I'm big on accountability, but we're going to kind of dig into the methods that some people can use to even begin their empowering life. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I know that, you know, you've got a story, you know, we all do. Um, so kind of tell the listeners a little bit about, you know, your story and kind of how you got where you are today. Absolutely. So I'm originally from Bermuda. Um, I'm currently traveling full time and my family and I are in Croatia, but for me to get to this point was a journey. I was in a a domestic abuse relationship from the age of 14. Um, I end up marrying him and at the age of 21, he stabbed me and I, 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 I got a divorce, but that. Um, experience. I ended up living in a homeless shelter for a little while until I got on my feet. And that process was incredibly difficult for me because I had to, I was forced to get to know me. Mm -hmm. And that's something that a lot of us 
think we know, like we think we know who we are. Um, and I didn't. Um, that was the first time in my adult life that I was not someone's something. So I wasn't someone's child. I wasn't someone's wife. And that was daunting to me. Who am I? What do I want out of life? It took me a long time to figure it out. Uh, I went through a lot of trauma in my 20s and a lot of repetitive um, experiences. So like I got after that abusive relationship, I got involved with an addict Mm. who was actually married (laughs) and I didn't know it. Um, (laughs) I left that relationship, got involved with another addict, which ended up with me getting arrested on my job because of what he was doing. And I was faced with like, I can be a victim here, but the reality is the reason why I keep ending up in these kind of situations is because of me, right? Mm. Like there's something missing with me. And I started working with a coach back then, and she really helped me see that the victim mentality that I had embraced so wholeheartedly, it was like so easy to tell somebody, oh my God, I'm a domestic violence victim, almost to excuse how I showed up in the world. And I had somebody like really boldly tell me like, listen, boo, this is not the way. (laughs) If you want to move forward, you're going to have to let go of that victim mentality that I have become so comfortable with and that challenged me you know like I now say I thrive through domestic violence I thrive through that 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 was the conduit for me to get to know me and and put myself uh, make myself a priority and as a result of that coaching relationship I decided to leave Bermuda and moved to England mm-hmm. and to like press reset and get restart my life over. Um, and which I did, I got married to that second addict who has been now clean for 10 years. Oh, um, and we built a beautiful family together. Oh. I was really focused on my career. I was really focused on moving myself forward. And then I realized I was kind of falling into the same kind of pattern, not with my relationships, but with just settling for whatever life dealt me. And I was very unhappy, um, which then led me to try to figure out what exactly I wanted out of life. Like, what do I want? what type of life can I create if I got really clear on that? And that gave birth to my coaching business, right? I realized that what I wanted to do was make an impact. I wanted to help other people change their narratives, change their lives, let go of being comfortable or just settling for whatever comes their way. And I've literally lived that, right? So I built my business. I walked away from my nine to five. And then I found myself in a really precarious situation. I was facing homelessness, right? Mm -hmm. And I jokingly said to my husband, like, this this can't be us. Like, I have a business. You know, we have two beautiful children. I can't see myself getting into a homeless shelter in this moment. So what are we going to do about that? And we decided 
to travel. So we packed up everything and we went to Spain for three months. Now, initially, it was just like, let's go to Spain until, you know, the housing situation opens back up in England. But I got to Spain and I'm like, do I want to go back to England? No, I don't. And I said to my husband, I said, I know you committed to three months, but I don't want to go back. I actually, I don't even want to settle. I don't want to be living in any one place for a long period of time. Mm. I just want to travel. Like, this is our opportunity. You know, there's this saying that sometimes in order for you to get to where you need to be, you need to burn the boots, right? So that's exactly what I did. I burnt the boots. And we are out here traveling full time, figuring it out as we go. Um, We're in Croatia now, as I said before. And we are heading to Montenegro after this. We are looking to travel throughout Europe for the next year or so. And then probably head over to the Americas, North America, South America, and just see what this brings. And the reason why this is so important and why I wanted to have this conversation with you is because so many of us settle into life, right? We have these dreams that we write off because society tells us or our family tells us or our friends tells us like girl you're crazy i remember telling people you know we're we're gonna go to spain for three months and then just figure it out and people were like well why would you do that like why would you give up the comforts like you can go into emergency housing until something comes up but why do that if i'm not happy right why just settle And a lot of what I'm doing now is what I call living out loud, Mm -hmm. like really commending what I want out of life and being willing to take action to make it happen. Oh my God, girl, you done gave me so many chills. Like you are the perfect example of exactly that. Let me just say like, your story is freaking amazing. Um, Like, I I just, when I hear people's stories, I get emotional because, you know, I've experienced my own growth, excuse me, but to hear other people, you know, triumph, you know, Mm -hmm. through so many things that were set to destroy, you know, and like you said, that victim mentality, um, a lot of people think that I'm hardcore because you cannot come to me with that victim mentality. We are not addressing that victim mentality. Um, Working with me, you have to already have been in the stages of forgiving yourself and holding yourself accountable. Um, That's what we're working on. And we're moving forward from there. I I do not go back, you know? Um, And I had a girl tell me, um, she was like, you kind of give me boot camp vibes. And I'm like, Hey, whatever floats your boat with that. But I get results from that boot camp vibe. Um, Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Um, I spent years, you know, people pleasing and, you know, going through so many trials and tribulations in life, you know, from um, being born in an incarcerated system with my mother, you know, my mother being, you know, not herself the first 13 years of my life. Um, My grandmother did her best to raise me, losing her at the age of 21, Um, taking my sister's children when she passed away. You know, I was I went from a mother of one to a mother of three. And society tells us that we just supposed to keep going. 
through everything. We just supposed to keep going. Oh yeah, you you did this, but guess what? Keep going. You know, even through my cancer diagnosis, chemo, radiation, I still had to keep going because I didn't know any different. I'm the strong woman. I got this. You know, um, and and it almost broke me. You know, mm-hmm. April of 2020, when the pandemic, you know, hit the states and the lockdowns began, that was kind of the icing on the cake for my mental. I had to make a decision at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I, I got to figure things out because if I don't, baby, <laughs> ain't going to be here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so to hear your powerful story, um, I commend you. And I will tell you, if nobody has told you today, baby, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you know. You. That is, you know, and being able to grow with a partner that also had to overcome, you know, and triumph like that is fucking dope, yo. That's what it's about for me. You know, these stories matter. This is what we need to hear because somebody is going to listen to this podcast and they are going to relate on so many levels and see that there is, you know, possibility to grow and rise above that. You know, mm-hmm. I think that it's amazing. Um, living out loud, I love that, you know, that you utilize that, you know, because that's exactly what you're doing. Like traveling to A, that's our life. That's your life. That's your destiny. That's what you are supposed to do. And you are living that. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, thank you. I think yeah. we just get so comfortable with the norm, yeah. right? We, we're not willing to challenge it. But like one thing that has always stood out to me, growth and comfort cannot coexist no right no you cannot grow you cannot have the things that you want unless you're willing to give up what you're doing now and I, i think that's why it's so important to share our stories because sometimes we get so caught up in what we know that we think that something different isn't a reality for us and it really is and it starts with just getting clarity on what we want what we need right and and taking action and sometimes the action needs to come first and the clarity for like it falls in place absolutely clears its way for us so i agree a hundred percent um you know one word that i like to utilize a lot is intention um Mm -hmm really have to be intentional on what it is that we want you know um it it doesn't necessarily mean that you know everything you know but the intention is going to allow you to keep taking the steps and keep initiating the action that's required you know and i know you know as a coach with you i know you see where people think that we're just they can just take a big bold step you know and everything is just going to fall into place from there um there are gradual steps that we have to take um me personally, I've been a full-time entrepreneur for two years. Um, November 20th will actually be two years because I was actually fired from my job of seven mm-hmm. years. Um, but it was all a part of my li- alignment. You know, I, I totally, totally trust that wholeheartedly. But um, in 2019, I wasn't even thinking about being an entrepreneur. Had no thoughts about it. You know, probably would have started up a little hustle maybe here and there. But there's no way in the world I thought that I was going to be sitting here like as a full time entrepreneur. Um, But that's because I began to open my mind and Mm -hmm. realize, as you said, I wasn't happy, you know, there. You know, I was comfortable, comfortable Mm -hmm. in my job. I had a cake job. I'm not even going to lie about that. You know, I had a cake job making good money. You know, I have nothing bad to say about that. But it made me stagnant. 
it made me stuck. And I say it all day now. Thank you for letting me go because that really was a part of my continuing journey. I had already started it, um, but you guys just put the fire under my belt for that. So I have no ill feelings over the, the company as a whole. Now, people inside of it, that's a little different story. But, <laughs> but you know, um, trusting that process um, was the best thing that ever happened to me. But it was, I had to get so uncomfortable. I, I had to break through that fear. You know, uh, I think a lot of times we feel like, you know, a lot of people think that we're supposed to not be fearful of things. But let's talk about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second because I hear so many people ask me, how 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 are you so fearless? I'm not fearless. <laughs> Almost days. But I've learned not to lean into that. Yeah. And actually now when I feel the fear, it's it's an indicator to me that I'm moving in the right direction. There you go. Right? Let's talk because about it. Fear to me is like the best way I can describe it is like invisible fencing for dogs, right? Like they have this collar, they yep. move outside yep. of this area and they get buzzed, right? Then we start moving outside of our comfort zone, our brain starts buzzing us with fear. Like, girl, what are you doing now? You're going to die. Like, oh my God, what, what what's happening here? So whenever I'm feeling that fear, I know that I am on the edge of my comfort zone. That fuels me more because I'm like, wait a minute, like this is the this is where I need to be, right? Mm -hmm. Like back going back to what we said, growth and comfort cannot coexist. They're like oil and water. Yeah, like we have to learn how to do things despite the fear, right? Mm -hmm. Acknowledge it. But not let it stop us. That not let us keep us stagnant. Not let us keep us um, in a place of just. Ju- yep. Not let us a keep us in our stagnation. company, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Staying stuck. Um, and, and you know, staying stuck and crying about being stuck. Um, oh my you gosh, know, yeah. Deflecting. Oh, you know, I can't do this because of this, and I can't do this because you know this person didn't do that. I I have learned. Um, that I will never ever say that anybody else was stopping my elevation. That is not mm-hmm. going to happen. I will not let that come out of my mouth. Um, and honestly, any emotions that we have, we are supposed to feel all of them. You're supposed to feel the anger. You're supposed to feel the sadness, you know, all of that, but you don't supposed to stay there. And I, mm-hmm. that's where people think, no, I'm not, I'm never going to be mad. You never can make me mad. Oh yeah. You can still piss me off. Let's be clear. I, and that's, I walk in my emotions now. Um, I, I show my vulnerabilities. I will cry in front of somebody. I did not used to do that. Um, you know, the past two and a half years have just been so groundbreaking with regards to fully embracing my emotions and understanding mm-hmm. them and realizing that I'm supposed to feel them, but I'm not supposed to stay in that. I'm not supposed to stay angry. I'm not supposed to mm-hmm. stay sad, you know, um, regardless of what happens with circumstances. Because um, I'm not, I've been through a lot of shit. Hey, I'll sugarcoat it, you know, but I'm not staying there. Um, mm-hmm. I am not my, I'm not my past. And you'll never hear me talk about it in a victim mentality. I love that you talked about that because that's what we see so much. I see it all the time, all the time. Mm-hmm. Just I want to touch on something else you said though. Mm-hmm. You had mentioned that you were open. Like when, when you got, when, you know, 
your job ran away you were open to possibilities yes. i think what we miss oftentimes is we're so open to problems that we miss the opportunities that the problems are actually presenting us right like we get stuck like for instance i could have been that person like oh my god i'm about to be homeless and make it a problem this actually became the biggest opportunity in my life. But if I wasn't open to that, I wouldn't be hurt. I wouldn't be talking to you, yeah. it, right? Yeah. I would be stuck. So sometimes it's really just important like to, to be willing to challenge it. Like, okay, yes, I see a problem here, but what else is available to me? What other opportunities are available? And when we start looking at life from not a problem lands but an opportunity lands the possibilities are endless the world completely opens up for us right and i think that's something important to you know just realize like the universe provides us but we're going to be we're going to be clear about what we want and we're going to be willing willing that's willing. the biggest part willing to trust the process it's not all going to be ups they're yeah. all going to be dawns. But for every dawn that we experience, there's an opportunity for us to edify ourselves, an opportunity for us to grow. We come out of that situation so much better yeah. if we are open. Oh, my God, girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, if y'all don't take notes today, y'all missing out because one thing about it um i love that we can share our stories but these are real life nuggets y'all um if you are facing any type of stagnation in anything you know if you don't want to be an entrepreneur that's fine you know if you want to stay in corporate america that's fine but personally you still have blockage that is holding you back from growing the corporate ladder or elevating and you're deflecting you know the deflection still can come in working a nine to five um, the mm -hmm. deflection can come in when you go home and you're not applying yourself to anything that you want to do outside of that. You're, oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. Um, it's 1,440 minutes in a day. I go beyond the 24 hours. It's 1,440 minutes. You have time, you know, mm -hmm. time to get accountable for that um, and trust the process. Yes, there are going to be obstacles, but prepare yourself for those obstacles out the gate. You know, mm -hmm. um, that's one that's one of the biggest things that I make sure that I do every day. Okay. Well, I know that I'm on the journey of this. So what can happen along the way? You know, I probably have so many journals, books just laying around the house, the office, like, and it, cause it's just so many things that I have to get out of my head. I'm an overthinker. So mm -hmm. I got to get it on paper so I can clear my mind to bring in them new things, you know? Um, and doing that has really allowed me to position myself to say, Hey, I'm not going back to corporate America. I, you know, I'm not, you know, I want to continue to empower and inspire um, women, um, whether I am speaking on the podcast, whether I'm speaking at a convention, you know, whether I'm, you know, facilitating my own million woman march, you know, hey, I claim that, you know, um, but just being able to understand that my possibilities are endless and it's never too late for us to elevate ever. Yeah, ever. And you call it corporate America. I call it the corporate plantation. One of the reasons why I am so adamant about black women starting their businesses is because I believe that like this is the quickest way to learn us, right? Absolutely. And you talked about being more vulnerable, like leaning more into your emotions, being more open. Like this journey in itself, 
you get listen you are faced with the darkest parts of you and you can't you can't run away from it okay. if you want to make that money you have to face your demons you have to face your blocks you have to face your narratives yeah. right and that in itself is such a beautiful thing yes it's hard it's not yeah. like sit here and and sell you some right, right. unicorns and rainbows tell and them, tell them, tell them, please this tell shit them. is hard <laughs> however the growth that I've had since I've started my business mm -hmm. compared to what I had while I was on the plantation is exponential. Absolutely. Right? Yep. <laughs> and I wouldn't Absolutely. give it up for anything. No, nope. there's no way. I ain't going back. I tell people all day, I am not going back. Um, my goal is to have 10 streams of income, baby. And I, I, I so the fact that that intention is in my mind, I'm going for that every single day. Yes, you know, um, yes. and the one thing that I want people to understand that even as an entrepreneur, um, trusting my process also means trusting when it's telling me to sit down for a minute. Um, mm -hmm. That's one thing that I know a lot of us tend to, you know, you see it all the time, you know, oh, I'll sleep when I die or, you know, the grind don't stop. It doesn't. But baby, I don't have no problem logging off. I don't have no problem shutting the laptop down um, because I lived a life of stress and continuously just doing and doing and doing and not taking care of me. So that is a part of my overall growth is understanding that I will shut down for a day. Hey, I'll shut down for a week if I need to um, because I trust that process, you know, income will still generate whether I'm online or not, you know, and that's mm -hmm. the position to put yourself in. And, you know, I know as a coach, that's what you do. You know, you are showing, you know, women how to be able to have that and to be able to create that. So tell us, tell us a little bit about, you know, what you do and, you know, like the, the like the ideal client and stuff like that. Let us know. Yes. So while I was on the plantation, one of the things that I was really focused on was data and analytics. Right. So, all of my services and coaching programs are around data. I find that a lot of women don't use data in their business. And I, my, my philosophy is if you want a Fortune 100 company, you need to treat your business like a Fortune 100 company mm. from the beginning. These companies are not out here saying, oh, let's do this because I had a dream about it. Oh, let's do this because that's how <laughs> I feel today. They're, they're using the data that's in front of them to strategically place um, themselves, strategically position themselves in the marketplace to make money. So that's what I, I help my clients do. I am focused right now on helping black female coaches because I it's all about the impact, right? So if I can help a coach get out there and make an impact, that's what it, this is all about. And coaching is very different than yeah. selling like massages and mm -hmm. selling like bundles so. and all of that stuff, right? Like we don't necessarily have a tangible product to yeah. offer people. So being able to position yourself in front of the people who need the impact that you're offering is so important. Like my mission, my mission is to help us really see that we are all here to change the world mm -hmm. in, in, in some way. And I think we we're, we're spending too much time tippy tipping around that shit, right? Like really? I want to see Ooh. us stump. Like a quote that I always use when I close my podcast is walk as if every step you take is about to create an avalanche. Mm. That's what we need to be doing. We need to be walking boldly, but sometimes we need support. And I'm here to support my clients with being strategic in their business, learning how to use their data 
to position themselves with profitability, to yeah. increase their earning potential, to increase the revenue. Um, but like, it's not about throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks. It's about doing it strategically so that you know where your money is coming from. You know what you need to do next in order to generate the money that you want. And then another aspect of my business, that's the coaching part. Mm -hmm. The market research um, is done for you service. So what I find in, in particularly in coaching, people do market research just to tick a box, but they're not doing it effectively or they don't <laughs> have time to do it. Right. So I see that as a problem and I found a solution. So I, I do market research to help people position themselves in the marketplace to not ignore what the audience is telling them that they want right so sometimes people are saying oh i want to create a course and nobody wants a damn course and then you're yeah. wondering why yeah. people are not buying from you you create what people want yeah. so that you can create the profit that you want in your business yeah. and um yeah so that that's the two things that i do um it's all about really just helping women position themselves for profitability absolutely um and you know it's, it's definitely um a dope thing because you're right you know you have people and I, I say it all the time you know anybody can start a business but do you have what it takes to maintain it um mm -hmm. and people don't realize that analytics are probably one of the top three um you know because like you said you've got to put yourself out there you've got to put yourself in the position um you know i, I actually just recorded a podcast by myself just talking about how the entitlement people have because they feel like because you people know you know a lot of people that you think all these people are just supposed to support you out the gate and sorry that's not the reality of it um yeah. what makes your product stand out you know what you know who's paying attention to you you know what type of things are they seeing that they're not rocking with you know what are your numbers looking like um all of that mm -hmm. matters and i talk to women that don't think that it does oh you know i can just share it three times on social media and you know i'll be good oh okay but then a week later you that same person that i see crying about how ain't nobody supported you you ain't made a sale in two months you know um here's the thing the reality of it is you know we all have those days where you might not generate a sale you might not get that client but long as you have the reality of understanding that you still have the intention and not the emotion you know mm -hmm. then you'll be okay but I, I, the sense of entitlement for people thinking that you're just automatically supposed to buy because it looks good or, you know, or, or I've known you for 10 years. No, 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 Because I can see somebody that's marketing the hell out of their product. You know, one of my business partners here in my office, um, she is, she has her master's in marketing. So we look at all kinds of stuff, um, you know, but she's behind the scenes with that. But we look at things and we laugh because sometimes it's things that we didn't realize were playing a factor, you know, were a factor in, in things not going a certain way. Um, and then we be like, damn, girl, you see how that shit did that? You know, and we laugh about it. But then guess what? Now, new strategy in place, you know, we're, exactly. we're back to the table. Um, don't be afraid to have to refocus some things, rebrand some things, remodel some things. Um, I know you probably see that a lot of people are stuck with a set type of maybe color or logo and, and you see that is not, you know, analytically working for them. And they're probably like, but I like it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you don't like your money then, sis. Like <laughs> I say, calling, digging the heels in the sand. Like uh, they're so like, 
stubborn for lack of better word right yeah. like this is what i want and listen i was like that when i first started I like my favorite colors are black and white so everything was black and white and i remember somebody saying to me your branding is is missing it's missing a mark and i was like what mm -hmm. <laughs> like i'm doing this for me but that was because i didn't understand yeah. branding right yeah i for a brief moment i had dug my heels in this sand <laughs> i'm willing to move right business does not have to be hard and it's yeah. like something like I, I i like to say if you make one sale you can make a thousand sales really? but you have to understand what it took to make that one sale right like people don't understand the conversion rates they don't know the conversion rates they don't know how many people they need to talk to in order to convert one they don't know any of that so they're showing up day in day out doing things that don't make sense in their business yeah yeah because yeah. they're not paying attention to what helped them previously mm -hmm. you do it once you can repeat that process but they're not paying attention to the process to the first one either yeah. so it, it's it's a lot that goes on but you you got to be serious and the thing is if something's not working you gotta be willing to acknowledge that so that you can make a change so there that you is. can shift it and 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 see the results that you want to see absolutely it, it's got to happen um if you knew everything about the business you would be successful already you would be where you'd want to be at you know so stay mindful of that people stay mindful of the fact that you don't know everything i don't know everything i you know i'm continuing to grow um i will never tell y'all that i don't you know have the same services available to me that i don't get them for me that i offer to others you know i know that i don't know everything um um, like I said, in 2019, I didn't even have a desire to be an entrepreneur. So if I sat up here and be like, oh, I know everything. No. You know what I'm saying? But I love that I'm willing to learn and I'm open and receptive. Um, you know, so it just really boils down to where you feel your strengths and weaknesses are and start from there, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, like I said, you know, I definitely let them know where they can find you at on social media. Um, like I said, y'all see her website has been scrolling throughout the show um, at the bottom. But let them know where they can also find you at on social media. Yeah, so Black Rose Coaching is my company. You can find me on Instagram. I'm starting a YouTube channel as well. Um, and then I'm also on LinkedIn. I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn now. So it's Letitia Francis on LinkedIn. Um, just reach out to me. I like to start conversations, you know. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She definitely dope at what she do, y'all. Um, as y'all can tell from our conversation, um, you know, you don't have we you don't we you don't see that uppity conversation, you know. Um, she keeps it real and raw. Um, like I said, we've been following each other for a while um, in these social media streets, and one thing I can definitely say is she definitely keeps it real and raw. Um, I'm mm -hmm. super appreciative of you bringing your story to the Empowering Real Talk podcast and sharing your insight and definitely giving some value valuable resources and solutions with regards to making growth changes so i appreciate you thank you for having me thank you for being here y'all know where y'all can find me at is coach k-a-y-w-d-s before i get out of here y'all know if y'all haven't already please hit the subscribe button the page is the channel is growing the podcast is growing and i am forever grateful to each and every one of you guys for listening um I appreciate y'all again. Stay dope, stay positive, stay focused, stay motivated, you know, all that good stuff. Stay empowered, y'all. And I will talk to y'all soon. Till next time.